Alright guys, welcome to episode 36 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And we're back with a fucking vengeance. Like the third <laughs> Die Hard movie? Third, yeah. <laughs> okay, like the third Die Hard movie. Um, <laughs> so this week uh, we're going to talk about um, the the reason for the, the two to three week break. I think it ends up being a three week break. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk uh, about, uh, you know, the one year... Anniversary sounds like a terrible fucking word to use, but <laughs> it's been one year since um, Kobe's passing, and since you know his commercial was the namesake of this, the the uh, the podcast. We'll touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about what we've been watching. Uh, we'll talk about the Super Bowl, which will be happening the Sunday after this episode drops, and then possibly talking about James Harden to the Nets. But first. So the first thing, uh, yeah, the we'll baby, start... yeah, the baby. Um, so everything's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's healthy. I mean, we we were like kind of worried because he came out and he had jaundice, which apparently again like sixty percent of fucking babies have jaundice. Mm. Like that shit's just common. I kind of like at that point, I feel like you should quit telling people their baby has jaundice. You should just be <laughs> like, here's what you got to do. It's just <laughs> like a part of it, right? It's yeah. just like a, it's like anything else. It's like an, it nursing or you know. Right. It's yeah. like, like, don't be like, your baby has jaundice because every time it's fucking devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, but his jaundice, like, went by, like, way slower. And, like, the doctor was even like, it's not getting worse, so we're not going to, like, hospitalize him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why it's not getting better. And then all of a sudden it just fucking plummeted, so we were good. Like, like the jaundice levels dropped and he was fine. Nice, nice. Um, so that was good. Uh, he is just absolutely shitting all over the place. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, luckily Julian has, uh, I mean, Julian like tried to poke him in the eye when he first got home. Mm. Like, like Julian, like the first thing he did was like, I'm going to touch it. And he like immediately like poked him in the eye. We were like, all right, well, like, we gotta, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not as intuitive as I thought. Okay. okay. I thought it was going to be just like, uh, oh, yeah. It's gonna be like um, what's it called? Uh, the Rugrats movie. Did you ever w- watch that one when you I were a kid? I watched it forever ago, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah, uh, you know, because Tommy gets jealous because they have Dill, mm-hmm. and uh, he get like gets jealous, and they like they get lost in the forest or something. If you remember, I think. And he's like, that I'm gonna feed right. it to the monkeys, and there's like escape circus monkeys and stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's like that. I imagine it's like that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Since then, he's been fine. I mean, he doesn't really have anything to do with him. He mm. just, like, stares at him across the room and then just continues to do what he was already doing. So, uh, there's not been a whole lot of interaction, but uh, right. we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. But it hasn't been, um, hasn't been like, any bad, or, like, it hasn't been uh, hectic with the two of them? Or is it, like, well, pretty, see, like, oh, my it's, gosh. It's, the thing is, is it is hectic, but it's not because of anything new like the thing is is julian was already running around getting into fucking everything tearing everything up Mm -hmm. and so like he's still doing that the problem is is just now there's also like 
you know, a fucking one month old. We're like, huh? Like, <laughs> like we had to try and like, he's like ripping stuff apart. And like one of us is holding the one month old and just looking at the other one. Like, I'm sorry, I can't mm-hmm. help. <laughs> You're on your own. Um, but yeah, other than that, everything's good. Good, good. I mean, that's good to hear. I'm, I'm glad that they're both doing well, and and Kaylin's doing well, and and you're mostly doing well. Yep. <laughs> as much as one person can do with two, with two babies. Good, good. Yep. So, um, that's that's why we were gone for the weeks, but everything's good, so we're back on schedule. Perfect. Um, awesome. Awesome. So, uh, we'll we'll talk about the, um, you know, uh, what do you know when it was a year? I think it was it, like it's it was, it was um. <laughs> It was today, ago? so today it's oh, today. Um, we're Fuck. recording on uh, one twenty six. Okay. Um, so it was a year ago today uh, that Kobe and those other passengers died, and along with his daughter, and those passengers died in that helicopter crash. Um, and uh, yeah, I just wanted I wanted to bring it up because you know the the name of the podcast is from that uh, Kanye West Kobe Bryant Nike commercial. Yep. Um, and so I just wanted to be like you know I can't like a like that you know have to mention it because of the name but then also like damn i just can't believe it's already been one year like it just feels like it was just like yesterday really honestly right it 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 simultaneously feels like it happened very recently and was like in the distant past yeah because like it doesn't feel like it's been that long but it also feels like a lot of shit has just been crammed in between right right it it feels like that it, it also feels kind of like the last thing that was like part of the like that and, like, Parasite winning Best Picture are, like, the last things in the Super Bowl, I guess, were, like, the last things that I remember being, like, this is, like, the old, like, you know, way the world <laughs> used to be before COVID, right? Like, when right. Like, people used to gather and, like, leave memorials and go to the Super Bowl and attend award shows and shit. So, um, that's, like, the last few things. And it just, um, yeah, it just feels like it went by so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember exactly where I was last year. I, we, you know, we hadn't started the podcast yet, um, but I was at... Um, uh, drive, it's called Drive Shack. It's like one of those like top golf places where you are like okay. in different bays and you just hit golf balls out into like a like a game arena. I don't know if you know kind of like the kind yeah. of games I'm talking about. It's like a driving range but with levels. Yeah, and I we were just you. out there. Yeah, I was out there with some friends, and then all of a sudden I get like an alert on my phone from like CBS News or ABC News, and they're like helicopter crash, Kobe Bryant. I was like, wait, wait, what, what, huh? And then like on the TVs that they have on every dock, the, all the channels change to that, like the emergency, like like breaking news shit even like mm-hmm. i think it was like tnt changed it to or some some shit channel yeah. um and then i was like fuck that that really sucks and you just kind of sit there you're like damn like because at that point it wasn't confirmed but like once a few, couple of channels start mentioning it you go okay they've at least have like some sort of confirmation out there that it happened right yeah and so I literally was like i don't even want to play this anymore i just want to go home <laughs> like this sucks right you can't hear that information and then just be like well Four, like, yeah, four. Go back, go yeah. I'm gonna hit that the uh, the CGI monster out in the greens. Like you know, you just kind of go like, well, well, that sucks. Um, yeah. and so yeah. Um, and then today I've been watching, you know, like that commercial with with Kanye West, where he's like, "How many records can my records break?" More records. <laughs> but I'm the best. <laughs> that shit kills me. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like he's because they're both really good in it. But the same beast. <laughs> what? What the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? I don't know why. What are you talking about out there? (laughs) I don't don't know why him using Kobe Bryant's name like that kills me every time. Like, I think that's what gets me the most about that line. Is he's clearly talking to Kobe Bryant. But he says, (laughs) what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, and he just turns to the person next to him. What is he talking about up there? Yeah, he's like shaking back and forth. Like I loved it because I love it because it's like, like okay, so I know he, that was when he was doing his different animal or his uh, you know his beast mode, whatever yeah. the beast mentality, right? Did they make any other ones with anybody else? Because I only watched that. Like I only see that one come yeah, up with the, Kanye West. Yeah, there's there's like nine of them, and they're all great. Okay, because that's the but only like, one that comes up. That's often. the most iconic one for yeah. sure. Uh, just because it's so ridiculous. I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> like if that's the only one they did, it's like they just skate, like they were like Kanye West come in for a thirty minutes, a thirty second shoot, and then that's like the whole conceit is just the two of them, and they didn't make any sequels or any other ones. No, they they have like that's like part six, I think, but I think there's like nine of them. One of them is like with Tony Robbins, like it's 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 ridiculous, but like I I think at one point in that one, don't they pan over to like. Fucking, what's his name? Like, Richard Branson? He's just, like, nodding his head yes, like he understands. Oh, my gosh. Yes, 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 yeah, where he's that, like, they're both 81. so good. <laughs> yeah, whatever, like, like, like is that the the wine he asked for or whatever? Oh yeah, he no no no. It's uh, he's like, how many martinis, Mister Bryant? And he just looks at at Jalen, eighty one, and they yeah, just no, both stare at yeah, each other. He asks how many olives it is. Yeah, he, how many he, olives? He just, yeah, yeah. Like, how many olives? He's like eighty one, and then just stares at Jalen Rose. And he goes, really? <laughs> just stuff for him. <laughs> That's the other thing. There's the and then someone showed the like the retirement commercial where it's like like I think it came out like the day he retired where he was like orchestrating the oh, band yeah. of like all the people mm-hmm. saying like I hate you. Yeah. It's like fucking Paul Pierce mm-hmm. and Rasheed Wallace and just random like Blazers fans and Pistons fans. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, it just yeah, man. It just sucks, you know? Because I feel yeah. like most guys, they, like, leave the league or whatever, and they just, like, go hang out and do, like, radio interviews. But he seemed like somebody who was, like, I'm going to do movies and write shit and write shows, and, you know, he already won an Oscar, and I'm sure he was going to have, like, shows ready. And he had Yeah, because some... he did the... What was it? He did... The short? Yeah, he did, like, an animated short, right? Or mm-hmm. like a... yeah, uh, yeah. Dear Basketball. And that's right. what he won the Oscar for, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, and also, he... I remember reading that he was going to, like, small business conventions for this energy drink that, like, he had invested in. Like, like, mm-hmm. like how, who, can you imagine being at a small business convention and fucking Kobe Bryant walking in? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, I'm just here. I'm a small business investor. <laughs> yeah, like, you might know me. I, 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 I played uh, professional <laughs> some for a couple of years. You know, just, just... You might know me. I stunned it on your favorite player. Um, <laughs> the fuck? But yeah, so it it does suck. Like that was that was always my thing, and I think I might have said this when we originally talked about it. If I think we talked about it on here, but mm-hmm. like just like it sucks because you know like this is a terrible thing to say and a terrible example. But like I feel like Shaq and Charles Barkley are just kind of coasting. You know what I mean? There's like now nah, we're just on NBA on TNT, just having a cool time. Yeah, Shaq's yeah, like, I'm doing general commercials and icy hot commercials still. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, Shaq Kobe, does anything if the check clears. Right. And, like, it doesn't seem like that's what Kobe was doing. Like, Kobe was actively trying to do 
more shit and do it at high levels. Yeah. So it's like shitty to just see someone cut down like while they're still trying to achieve things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh like yeah. like you know, it, it sucks that you know Kanye died after his best album. <laughs> Right, right. After Jesus, while he was still achieving great things, <laughs> uh, but to like see it, yeah, you know, after when a guy's at his peak, it's just like, damn. At least, at least, at least his peak creatively, you know, he, you know, and, it, and it's just it's crazy because you know, you know, most other, I don't know how I can say this, like not greats, but guys who, like Allen Iverson, right? When he retired, it was like, oh, he's retiring. You know, the fuck, the, I didn't even remember what team he ended up on. The Nuggets let him, released him, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm getting, I'm getting out of here. Vince Carter's like, all right, well, I guess, you know, the COVID is shutting down the Hawks season. All right, well, thank you very much, guys. See you, you know. Right. But for Kobe, you know, they go, it's last game, and he puts up 60, right, on on 50 (laughs) shots. Dude, like, I remember watching that game, like, it's like 2 in the morning, and it's just fucking nuts. And so it it just, it it feels different, and, and I don't know if, if, the, probably the next guy who will do something like that is um, is probably um, LeBron, you know, because uh, Paul Pierce. That's another one who's just kind of like, all right, guys, I'm done, you know. Like Draymond yeah. said, you know, you thought they, they don't love you like that. They don't love you like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think he he's probably the last one since Michael, and he's probably the last one until LeBron that'll have that sort of like, all right, it's the end, how to stick it in town type thing. Right. The only other thing I can think of like recently, um. Isn't even in basketball. I, I feel like when Derek Jeter retired, there was like a, oh, a big, mm-hmm. de- you know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. it's, it was that level. You know what I mean? And I think that might be the best comparison because like, you know, advanced statistics, you know, kind of say Jeter wasn't really as great as everyone thought he was, but like he was iconic to the franchise the whole time he was there. And I think, you know, right. that's kind of the case with Kobe. <laughs> I don't know that, you know, he was necessarily as great as people thought he was. You know what I mean, and I don't. I don't know what the advanced stats say, but I feel like they're probably, you know, based on what I know, not super great. But yeah. the thing was, is he was still iconic, the captain of that franchise for a very long time. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So rest in peace, Kobe. And yeah, yeah. yeah you uh, wasn't with him shooting in the gym. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, let's see what's what's next on this list. We got uh, what we've been watching. Yes, yeah, right. and so, so it's been a few weeks, yeah. and I managed to, um, I, I got a, a big list, kind of like right after Christmas. Yeah, so ever dick down all of his fucking streaming services, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got uh, two movies uh, and two shows, and there mm-hmm. is another show, uh, I'll start off with uh, WandaVision real quick, just okay. because, um, you, so you got three, so I can do, I can do the two shows, and, and then, or three, I'm trying to think. I'll do. How about I do two, you do one, and then I'll figure it out. We'll, it out. we'll make it work. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll make it work. This. All right, yeah. Uh, I'll start off with one. Absolutely quick show. not. I need a concrete plan. Um. <laughs> I was thinking like the fucking NBA finals, like two, one, 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 two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're gonna do two episodes uh, away. I'm gonna uh, do two shows. Two and you're gonna home. do a movie. One, then one's I'm the All Star <laughs> Game. Does you know they get home field advantage? Um, but I'll start off with a uh, Wandavision. I just because we've talked about it on here and, and okay. it just started. I'll do it super fast, but um, it's so far it, it it's um, it's three episodes in at the time of this recording, and okay. the mystery is still like ongoing. Like, what is this? What, are, what kind of world are they in? And so far, the episodes 
are not very, uh, they're like, not, it's like, when, uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, in like different sitcoms throughout the years, but it's not like parodies, they're like authentic versions of the shows that they're in. Um, but so far it's like, you know, sort of, uh, Nick at Night type shit, um, I'll have more to talk about it once the season ends, but, um, yeah, so far so good. Are they Um, confused on it? Like, are they... I don't they're like, like are, are they in on it in that they know this isn't normal or are they just like acting out the fucking you know what I mean yeah yeah they they're um they're like in on it they're like oh my beautiful husband vision and then they'll be like and then she'll be like yeah but wait how did we get here and then he'll be like wait how did we get here and like the camera sort of like breaks how it's being filmed and you kind of go like oh they're starting to realize that they don't belong in this and then something happens and they'll be like oh 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 sorry uh, my boss is at the front door type shit you know oh, what I'm okay i got you so um yeah but yeah but apparently you know it's gonna all like come to a boiling point um but yeah i'm sure we'll talk about it like what what the difference is watching week to week versus how it would have been on binging and all that jazz mm-hmm. um once it ends but yeah so that's one division and i'll have more to say about it and i think four weeks i think that's when it ends three or four weeks I think okay that's seven or eight episodes um but the uh the first real show that i have is uh the good lord bird on showtime okay. um which you and i share an account so you should watch yes. it okay. if you get a chance um it's a short series um it's only seven episodes and it's about uh abolitionist john brown um okay. do you know who that who that is do you remember that from, from yes i believe class? so yeah, so he was a he was an abolitionist who like went around um, freeing slaves, but through the means of violence. And right. he was he saw himself as this religious crusader who thought, well, you know, violence, slavery. He saw he he saw slavery as a sin against humanity itself. And so this is going to completely. You know how I said like I think I know who this is, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to completely throw if i'm wrong and be like you have no fucking idea what you're talking about he's white right yes yeah mm-hmm. okay i was yeah, gonna yeah. say like if i'm like he's white right and you're like no he's black i'd be like i obviously have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> no no yeah he, he's white yes yeah. so some people say he some people i i saw some tweets or some uh, articles calling him the greatest white man this country has ever produced <laughs> okay um just because of of you know he was this extremely religious man um but um he just he he said, you know, if 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 America is going to have this violence in its system, the violence of slavery, it has to be flesh taken out at, by by the root. It cannot be argued out. It has to be taken by force. Right. Um, and so, how could sh- you say something? What is it from the fucking Andre show? Say oh, yeah, something yeah. so controversial yet so brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what the show is about. Um, but the show itself isn't like a stuffy um biopic series it's more of um how can i say it's that history of him and like his his later years before he he was killed because he was he was uh, hung for treason what um and i thought they would just let that go by the wayside oh no no yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people yeah brush it under the rug the south was totally cool with letting go of, of their slaves um and so they, they up until they they hang them um but it's a I would say it's a biopic by the way of Django Unchained. Okay. Okay. God damn. So, All right, so here's the deal. When you were like, it's not a stuffy drama, I was like, please tell me it's like Rambo. Please tell me it's like Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 
Well, I guess if Django is sort of like, you know, like the later Rambo movies. Right, that's why you said Django. I was like, oh, shit. So it is, like, just gratuitous, like, dramatized violence. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, some of the action scenes, he's, like, going out there with his two, like, you know, revolvers and shit, shooting shit up. But I think this is where true talent shines in terms of knowing how to master a tone and, like, story in one, if that makes any sense. Okay. Whereas with Django, you know, it was fucking just like the most horrific shit you can imagine, right? Like you see a man torn apart by dogs, but then there's like moments of comedy, right? Like the KKK scene and other scenes that are pretty funny that are, that are mixed in, um, that never, the tone shifts and they never feel weird, right? Because your brain, exactly. Like, like it, it, there are movies where like they have like a comedy bit and you're like, this just does not flow. Like does not fit. But like Mm -hmm. for some reason, the KKK scene in Django Unchained, like, you're not like yeah you're not like why is this here like the only part about that movie that seems out of place at all to me is like kind of the quentin tarantino cameo oh yeah yeah. i was like that was weird but okay well you got a beautiful in the (laughs) right like why why is this here did you need to put yourself in the movie i don't think so but but yeah yeah but yeah so that's how you know like that's a guy who like knows how to have the tone at a pitch perfect place right Right, and this one you can as you're watching it. If you give it a chance and you watch it, dude, there's no way you don't watch this. Um, like even the the opening credits and all that jazz and like the music and and the way that it's shot, you go, this is somebody who watched Django and was directly inspired by Django. Okay. Um. And because of that, there are times when there are those similar tone shifts where there's like horrific slavery related stuff that has little bits of comedy that don't land as well and the mood changes sort of jar are much more jarring okay um that's not to say that the show isn't very good it's excellent and ethan hawk like he plays john brown and he he also uh, co-created the show and i think wrote or co-wrote some of the a couple of the episodes mm-hmm. he is like 100 percent committed into this he's got right. like, a full beard well, his pants sag off because dude, the it, it, dude, he is more like <laughs> <laughs> this man, this man, I, I, I don't know how he did the show because he. There are some scenes where he's delivering these monologues, and he is full blown yelling, like he is like, <laughs> "Slavery will be abolished in America!" Like right now, that hurt my throat, and he is doing that for like minutes at a time, and he is so good in this, and he's like his face is all scrunchy. He looks like um, uh, what's his name, Brian Cranston as Walter White, where like he has <laughs> looks like he has a million wrinkles like just right. squeezed into his face. He's got that and like this dirty beard and stuff, and so he kills it. Uh, most of the show is actually from the perspective of this uh, slave kid that they uh, free, so it's kind of his perspective, and he's sort of like the audience surrogate as he navigates through the world. Um, but the show's great. I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I lot about it that i you know nobody they teach you about john brown in history at least i remember his name but i didn't remember anything else yeah um, i knew he was definitely like against slavery i had no idea like he, <laughs> he was violent you know what i mean like i didn't yes, know he was out here like putting in work <laughs> oh yeah 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 he's like killing slavers and stuff i think he, he well yeah I, I won't spoil anything but yeah it's very good and it's on showtime and it's only seven episodes um, they're not like HBO long, like exactly an hour. They're like probably like 45 minutes. Right. Um, but you know, once you finish it after seven episodes, like that's it, you know, and, and, and it's that high quality HBO budget shit. So I, I definitely recommend it. And, and uh, only tangentially related is that like how fucking strong is the brand 
that like we have a subscription service to Showtime specifically for Jesus and Miro. And mm-hmm. out of all the shows that you watch and recommend, this is the first one that's been on fucking Showtime. Like, <laughs> Showtime like, is so <laughs> ass other than Jesus and Miro, bro. <laughs> they fucking hitched uh, it all to them. And well, then hopefully like... for them and the good little bird, they get more stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, before that, what do you think their biggest show was? Like Dexter? Oh, um... No, 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 no. The one that everybody likes about, like, stockbrokers and shit. Billions. Billions? Okay. Yeah, okay. Probably. Probably. There was, Billions. There's, there's another one that, like... Dexter. I, there's another one I wanted to watch that's on there with Don Cheadle. Because it just looks hilarious to me. Uh, Black Black Monday? Black Tuesday? Black Monday? Yeah, something like that. I, yeah. I want to watch that, but I haven't yet. Um, oh, the other one with Don Cheadle that they had on there with Kristen Bell. Uh, like, House of Lies or something like that. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But I, think, I just yeah, remember I think I, I, I've I, seen like three, I feel like I saw three things on Showtime that all had Don Cheeto on them, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> it's just you know the man's eating. He's like, "I'm just gonna stay on this shitty channel and make shitty comedies and make all my millions." Yo, so real quick, have you ever seen the Captain Planet that Don Cheadle does for? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my From god, like, bro, that shit kills me. It's yeah. so old. But like, had a friend <laughs> show it to me. And the guy's just like. God, he's in the office in a suit, but he's got his, like, fucking blue skin and green hair. Mm-hmm. He's in the office, and this is after he's already, like, lost his fucking mind. And I can't, the guy's just like, uh, I can't remember if he says it to Captain Planet or he says it to another person there at the office, and he's like, I, I heard he went crazy or something like that. And f- I don't know why this line kills me. John Cheadle goes, yeah, I heard your broccolis. And then he fucking zaps him and turns him into a broccoli, like, a little, like, fucking broccoli florette. And it mm. kills me every time because, like, why did he use the <laughs> plural of broccoli? Also, I don't even know. The plural of broccoli might just be broccoli. But he says, I heard your broccolis. And I'm like, it just, like, <laughs> fucking hits him. And I'm like, what the fuck? God. And then it, I think at the end of the first episode of that where he actually goes crazy, he just mm. got a beam just, like, just like sweeping it across the whole fucking, like, island. And mm. it's just turning everybody into trees. And then at the end, he's like, huh, I knew I'd do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. So, yeah, real quick, uh, you know, after this episode, mm. just go check out Captain Planet. Don Cheadle, fucking funnier die, kills me. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's absolute nonsense, but it's great. So, um, those are the two shows you were talking about at first, and I'll go ahead and drop one of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, So, I watched two, two or three more episodes of Big Mouth. Um, I think last time we talked, I just watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say that, like, I think forever that Jason Manzoukas will be my favorite. Like, like, Jay, <laughs> like, it's oh, so yeah. over the top. And, and uh-huh. I, I don't remember we've talked about this, but I remember I was listening to a podcast called How Did This Get Made, right? And they, they talk yeah, yeah. about, like, mm-hmm. shitty movies and, and, like, just, like, how, like, the, the logistics of making this and why is it so bad and like how did this even come alive um yeah. and jason manzoukas is on it but like and then i've read some other stuff about him and like they were talking about how they literally like will just bring him in to just improv like 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 in a scene with a script in like a show they'll just be like we'll just bring in jason manzoukas and just have him fucking wing it like like he's so so i have to imagine most of his shit on big mouth is the same way Mm-hmm. Because that that was like apparently he was big like he did improv before he got into like acting so like that's his basis right 
So yeah. like, I, like I said, I have to imagine like half of the crazy shit that Jay does or says is just shit that he said off the cuff, and they're like, "Fuck it, we'll animate it." Just like, animate, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. And it feels like to me, it's like half, like literally every line, all out of all of his lines, half of them are fucking just sad and half of them are hilarious but right. i mean even sad like hilarious it's just like jesus christ that's devastatingly he, sad. He, he's like got the what he's like uh him and lola are in the fucking mud pit and like mm. it's after they got in an argument and they're talking about how shitty the whole thing was and he's like mm. it looks like you got some mud mud grease between them toes <laughs> just oh, yeah. fucking licks out like, yeah. God, <laughs> oh my god jay <laughs> oh no bro all right so, fuck. Just we'll keep that in mind, the Lola voice, all right? And, okay. and then we'll, we'll we'll come back to it for another one of my shows. But that, I mean, Jay kills me. He's only been in this for, like, one episode so far this season. Mm-hmm. Also, the dog. I don't know what it is, but his dog. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Life is worthless. <laughs> yes, Jay kills me. <laughs> I, forget, I always forget his name. It's, 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 uh... T Pain featuring Ludacris or what? What's the dog's name? It's like it's something like that. Yeah, it's like I, yeah. God, it's, it's fucking. Uh, 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 why are things this way? Like, like, it's so, so stupid, bro. Um, but that that kills me. One thing featuring that, his dog's name is featuring Ludacris. Okay, he's fucking. Uh, God. Um, what else? Yeah, one thing that threw me off. Not, well, mm-hmm. hold on. Not threw me off. But for some reason, you, you know, I don't know. Like, I, it hit me that, like, at one point, they, they're middle schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're, is this weird? Like, they're animating, like, a middle school vagina and, like, giving it a voice. I'm like. Oh, Kristen Wake's voice? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, uh, did this cross a line? Like, <laughs> like. Like, is this some weird thing now because this is supposed to be a middle schooler? Like, I don't know. But, you yeah. know, like, you, you get past it, obviously, because it, it's not bringing any attention to it, like, in that way. But it's just yeah. like, I was like, this seems kind of weird, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know how I feel like they had, like... I feel like they had to turn that into Netflix first and be like, are, are, can we do this? Like... Their standards in practice, like, lawyers must be, like, reviewing every single frame. Be like, yeah, this is okay. No, this is too far. No, this is okay. <laughs> right. Did you get to the... um? The uh, the nine eleven episode. Oh no, I haven't. <laughs> the one where they they go in that they go to the museum. No, I haven't. They just uh, left camp. Like they uh, like, yeah, they're just now leaving camp. Uh, they just got called poop and soup. Um, oh yeah, because he like burst the <laughs> shit. He burst the shit. It's Paul Giamatti. The shit's Paul Giamatti. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize that's who it was. Oh. I remember what you said that I was like, Oh yeah, you uh, said he was in this show. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. How do you get Paul Giamatti to play like an actual turd in a like cartoon? A turd? Like... <laughs> Not just a turd, but like a turd still like in somebody's butt. <laughs> right. Because once it's out of the butthole, it's no longer active. It's just animated, yeah, it's just like so a, it's, it's like... just like a turd, yeah. Jesus. Like, see, uh, we have an open spot for it. He's like, what is it? It's like, well, a piece of shit. And he's like, oh, like, you know, a person with no morals or ethics. And they're like, no, a physical piece of shit. And he's like, oh, okay. And they're like, and it's still in his ass. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yo, oh and God. fucking, uh, God, I already forgot his name. But again, like, Coach Steve's hormone monster kills me. Like, oh, yeah. she's, um, she's trying Rick. to, Rick, yeah. Uh, God, what's the girl's name? 
I can't remember the red headed girls. Yeah, Jesse. She's like trying to put in the tampon for the first time and she's like, ah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he like busts in the sky and he's like, What are you gonna do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> and like uh the one played by uh I can't remember her name. Uh Maya Rudolph? Yep. The one played by Maya Rudolph like elbows her out. He's like, Get the fuck out And he's like, But I wanna know what she's gonna do, baby <laughs> So stupid. It kills me every time. Uh-huh. But yeah, so Big Mouth has been good. Um, so I'll definitely be finishing that at some point. Uh, but I don't know how soon. Uh, you know, free time's a, a fucking treasure here now. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I'm at with that. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So uh, the next thing I have is another show. Okay. And actually, you know what? I'm going to do a movie. I'm going to do a movie. Okay. I'm going to do uh, Promising Young Woman. And so the two movies I watched, I think, are going to be big time hitters at the uh, Oscars and like all the Golden Globes. I don't even know if they're doing Golden Globes this year, but definitely at the Oscars. Um, So this one's called Promising Young Woman. Mm -hmm. It's um, starring Carrie Mulligan. And she was in uh, The Great Gatsby, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Never watched Um, it. And uh, she was in a a bunch of other smaller movies. Um, You might recognize her if you see her. But uh, the movie is basically like a revenge thriller black comedy not so much thriller sort of okay um and this is another one kind of like the good lord bird where the tone shifts and it's a little jarring but this one i think handles it a little bit better than the good lord bird okay um so the story is about a girl who um how can i say without spoiling it she she hooks up she she meets out she gets she meets guys at bars and they go back to her place and then they sort of see that she's visibly very drunk and they start to get handsy and start to take advantage of her and then right before they're about to go further she like snaps out of it and goes hey what are you doing it's like showing them that she's been sober the whole time and sort of like scaring these dudes into being like what the fuck do you think you're doing and she's doing this because one of her friends experienced uh, sexual assault years earlier and it ruined that girl's life and so she's sort of like on a revenge um, trail uh, to sort of vindicate or you know make up for what the people did to that girl right and it's sort of you know it's like it's that same like classic like John Wick or Man on Fire or you know all those kind of revenge movies um, except here it's you know much more realistic and also the reaction and her actions are much more realistic so the movie itself, I would Are you recommend. Tell me that one guy murdering like thousands of thousands upon other like top assassins is not realistic. <laughs> realistic yeah. uh, with fucking knives and horses and <laughs> machine guns and, and like societies. dogs, and they were out here fucking shooting silenced pistols at each other in a fucking like airport with people <laughs> around, and no one knew what the fuck was going on. You telling me I that's mean, not realistic ever? All, all that is much more realistic than common being an assassin. I mean, uh... ooh. <laughs> Just shoot. <laughs> that shit kills me, bro. He got it under his arm, like with his arms crossed. Just fucking oh yeah, outside, bro. You, you just see it ricochet off the off the like, stone column, and everybody else just fucking face forward. Like, no, we're just getting on a plane. Like, <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite. That's my favorite scene from that series. Um, but anyway, so the the movie itself is is. I I think it's extremely important. I think I can't really discuss it anymore without spoiling it. I think. Um, she is Kelly Mulligan as the lead actress, as the titular promising young woman. She is fucking amazing in it, and I think she'll definitely be up for an Oscar. And it wouldn't surprise me if right now she's the current front runner for best actress. Okay. 
Um, and so I, I finally got to, uh, I guess I should say I watched it. I, I had to rent it for about, I think it was like 15 bucks maybe. Oh, um, shit. cause it was originally going to come out back in last, last April, but mm-hmm. then when COVID hit, they sort of shelved it. And for the longest time, um, we like my friend who also watched the trailer with me, she was like, when is it going to come out? I was like, I literally have not heard anything. You know, everything, all the other movies are like coming out in August, coming out in September, coming out in December. But this one literally, like I didn't hear shit about it until like two weeks before the end of December. And I was like, finally. So they released it on VOD and, and that's how we, um, my girlfriend Sydney and I watched it. But, um, definitely recommend it. Definitely worth those 15 bucks. Definitely worth the, you know, the, the video on demand cost. Um, I don't know if they have any plans to have it on Hulu for free or on Netflix for free or any of those other streaming sites before the Oscars, but um, it wouldn't surprise me. But I definitely, like I said, I recommend it fully, 100%. So, like, it's it's nice to have, like, those great Oscar movies back because, you know, for the longest time, I didn't, they were just worn out. So, um, yeah, the movie's uh, Promising Young Woman. Okay, so, I know you said it's, like, video on demand, but through where? Um, like, uh, you can do it on, I think we did it through the Roku. Oh, okay. So I think it was, uh, Voodoo. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I think if you just search for the movie, like on There's your, probably either, like, random a, services yeah. on any of your devices that you can rent it through. Right. Okay. PlayStation store, Roku shop, fire stick, whatever. Yeah. You'll, you'll find it. You just yeah. look up promising young woman. Yeah. Use the fucking internet and don't ask dumb questions like I just did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it. Dude, those are valid questions because, you know, these days it's all like, every time I want to watch a movie, I'm like, justwatch.com. <laughs> exactly. I Google. Like... I literally will Google, like, the name of it. And if you if you do it on your phone right now, it'll be, like, available on, like, like Netflix, blah, 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 like, Voodoo, blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, the list of any movie, um, like, where you could find it and what it costs uh-huh. on any, because it's fucking ridiculous now. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, if fucking, <clears throat> if IMDb was worth any kind of shit they would that would be their one number one thing that would be would be what they would be pulling all of their money into is being the number one stop for letting people know where to rent it but because they're owned by amazon amazon doesn't want to take anybody else away because even if they don't have it on prime you can rent it on amazon so it's just like dude like like mdb like you're the biggest movie database in the world like anytime anybody wants to know anything about anything they go there right before they go to wikipedia Mm mm-hmm that's like that should be the number one stop, right? You should go to IMDb and you should be like, "Where do I watch it?" And they'll give you like, "You can rent it here, you can watch it here." But they don't have that because Amazon doesn't want you to know that. So it just you have to go off of these other websites and hope that they're correct. Right. So this this is again barely related, right? But you're like IMDb is like the biggest like place for people to go and get information from in yeah. regards to movies. Mm-hmm. You tweeted a thing earlier, and this is it, it like is like slightly political, but it was like. Dr. Fauci is the highest paid employee in the federal government. And someone was like, nope, football coach at Army gets a million. Yeah. Um, but, like, I looked in the comments to the original tweet that it was quoting. Could you happen to see this fucking ridiculous stat that Fauci is... So, apparently, there's an H-index rating, mm-hmm. which is, like, how cited you are in terms of, like, scientific journals and, like, papers. Mm-hmm. He his H index is thirty two, meaning he is the thirty second most heavily cited person in all sciences. That's it's fucking funny. nuts, bro. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. Like, any level of science, like, there's there's an extremely high chance that he's going to be cited. That's just insane to me to just be like <laughs> so 
covering everything in your field that like to me it's nuts that anybody alive would be that high you know what i mean like 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 when you're dead and your research has been around forever and like people just cite it that makes sense but to be alive and be the 32nd most cited person period not just in america period and like all scientific journals that's fucking insane bro and the army coach isn't even the 32nd best coach (laughs) right like in the eastern coast or whatever the fuck west point is you know yeah but yeah sorry it was just you were talking about how like imdb is the biggest like database for information and like i just saw that it's like fucking fauci is like by himself (laughs) like the biggest database information He's like, I'm, I'm the 32nd one, baby. Like, <laughs> Dude, anytime Mero does the, like, the Fauci voice, yeah. I lose it. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, yo, Trumpy, trying to come at me. <laughs> hey, I can't do it justice. This is so good. Because it's not, it's like just raspy enough. Right. All right. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's the movie. Yeah, yeah, Promising Young Woman. All right. Was there another one or was that the last one you were going to do? Do you want me to go ahead and do my next thing? Uh, yeah, you do all, uh, you do yours and then I'll do another one. Okay. So then, then, uh, I've also been watching new girl, um, which is basically just a sitcom that's not on the air anymore. Uh, but it's on Netflix. My wife loves it. So we've watched it multiple times, but it's, it's pretty solid. It's just a comedy, um, about, uh, Zoe Dictionnel being a new girl that, you know, is now roommates with three guys that have all been rooming for a while. Um, yeah. It's got uh, Jake Johnson, uh, the guy who plays oh, yeah. Spider-Man. I really like him. Mm. Yeah, he's he's really solid. And then there's another guy who, it's funny because I think he is the best part of the show for me. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like, he he hasn't gone, like, he, he hasn't blown up in any real significant way, which is, mm-hmm. hold on, let me get Winston? this answer. No, uh, Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, he's in uh, Promising Young Woman. Is he? He's got a small role. Yeah, okay. a very small role. But, but Schmidt yeah, he's kills in me in the show. Have you watched it? No. New mm-hmm. Girl? I just know, like, from, like, tweets and vines and my friends talking about him and gifs and shit. All right. So, like, it's... The comedy's solid enough. Like, it's nothing special. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be like, wow. But, like, the comedy is solid enough that, like, if you're ever just needing something to watch, like, as a filler, which based on what I know about you is never going to be the case. There's always going to be some critically acclaimed show that's next on the list or like movie. But again, if you ever like, if Sydney is ever trying to watch just like garbage TV, mm-hmm. if she decides to watch that, you should definitely like watch it with her. There, there's enough like comedy in there that like mm-hmm. takes me down still. Like it, Winston at one point is like trying to, no, they're trying to prank Schmidt, right? Like, Jake Johnson mm-hmm. decides he's going to prank Schmidt. And Winston's like, yeah, yeah, I want to get in. I'm the best at pranks. And Jake Johnson's like, no, you're the worst at pranks. You either go way too small, and then it cuts to, like, them as kids. And Winston's like, it's like Winston's like, what if we just take some sawdust and put it next to her car? And Jake Johnson's like, <laughs> so your plan is that she's going to get in her car and be like, wow, what is that sawdust there for? And drive away. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, she's going to be thinking about it the whole ride there. Like, <laughs> then he's like, or you go way too big. And it's him. He's like, let's hit her in the throat with a ski. <laughs> it's just so over the top. Uh, the show's solid. Schmidt kills me. The most, just because, like, I, I don't really fuck it. Like, it, he plays a douchebag so well, but it's, like, mm-hmm. not even, I don't know, it's just, like, morally questionable shit. It's not even, like, 
terrible acts. Like, you know he's, what I mean? He's not like Dennis from Always Sunny, right? He's like, right, he's not quite. Yeah, he's not quite that bad. He's it's just like smaller, dumber shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not the implication of danger, which is like my <laughs> right. favorite thing from Sunny. It's like we get him all in a boat, uh, and it's the uh, implication. He's like, uh, are, what? are you hurting these women? Part of this, are you understanding? He's like, it's the implication. He's like, I don't think you know what that word means. Or like, <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it does. Or... Oh, uh, what are you looking at? You're definitely not in danger. So they are in danger. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, but yeah, New Girl's solid. So if anybody wants to just like, you know, if, if you're not immediately wanting to get into anything serious the thing is it's like hard for me to say like go watch this because it's like seven fucking seasons and it's not like anything game changing but like it's just a great sitcom let's put it this way if you're deciding like oh i'm gonna go watch the office for the 15th time maybe give this a shot instead right yes 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 Mm -hmm. because we've watched we've watched new girl like three times you know what i mean like and i i don't sit and watch every episode but like if it's on when i walk in the room i'll sit and watch it with it because it is solid Right. Um, so yeah, that's what I've, that's another thing I've been watching recently. So now what's your next one? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I have two left, but I'll push one to next week and I'll wrap up with uh, a movie. Okay. Um, this one is on Amazon prime and it is uh, one night in Miami. Um, and this one is directed by Regina King and mm-hmm. it just premiered on Amazon prime. Like, so it's, it's, if you have the service, it's free or like it's on their video service. Um, and it came out uh, about two or three weeks ago. Okay. And it's uh it's based on a play by I think writer Kent pa- Kent Powers, and so the story is like one night in Miami in the 1960s. Uh, I think Muhammad Ali. Uh, oh, well, he was Cassius Clay then, so he's young. So he's Cassius Clay, Malcolm X, uh, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown. They all meet up in Miami, and they all like. Uh, meet up in like a hotel room because they're friends and it's like about them having conversations about the civil rights movement and right. like sort of their careers and sort of where they're going and, and stuff so it, it's um it's definitely a play like it is a, like it feels like a play because you know it starts off and it's kind of like you had a couple scenes establishing each of them mm-hmm. and then the rest of the movie is like them in a hotel room talking mm-hmm. but uh but it's exciting it's like cool especially if you know sort of you know uh, where they all ended up and like how two of them died young and sort of where um, where they went with their careers and, and where they went with the civil rights movement and, and society in general. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's it's like, like any other play based on movie or movie plays on a play. It's just like a lot of talking, but it, it's exciting. It's directed really well by Regina King. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend it, especially if you like any of those guys sort of like are a fan of them. Like if you really like Cassius Muhammad Ali or if you really like Malcolm X or um, any of the other two or the other two guys. What? So I remember hearing about this, like, I, I, mm-hmm. not even necessarily this movie. I have heard about the movie, but like, mm-hmm. or the play, I guess. Um, but uh, I'd heard about the meeting, right? Like, I knew those four people had met in regards to the civil rights movement. And mm-hmm. without watching that movie yet and knowing anything too much about it, like, every time, I mean, this is a political statement, but like, Jim Brown back to Donald Trump. And I remember being like, huh? <laughs> mm. Like, how did you hang out with those three guys? And then that's where you're at now. But like, yeah, does, it, does, does that make any more sense after this movie? Or, or is it still uh, a uh, fucking giant some of the question things, mark? 
a couple of things he says, you go, eh, that sort of checks out. Yeah. And he, out of the four of them, he's probably the smallest role. Right. I mean, all four of the guys, dude, they're all, they're all like fantastic. Especially the guy who plays um, Cassius Clay, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Or not Malcolm X. Uh, <laughs> Cassius Clay, Malcolm X. <laughs> the guy the guy who plays him he's like really good and he sounds he's got the voice cadence like down right um and he's excellent uh but i think the one the oh, see this thing i was like because i was gonna say the guy who does the best is malcolm x but i think the guy who plays sam cook is also really good uh but the guy who plays malcolm x he he plays him how can i say much more like a human i guess than sort of than like a figure like a like a like, like a, a Figure. revolutionary icon right right like you know i i haven't watched malcolm x like the spike lee movie in years mm-hmm. but so I, I don't have a great memory of it but it, uh, i was listening to a review about this movie and they were like in that movie he is pretty much a god like he's just walks around he's revered you know he's saying that brother's starving he is <laughs> like you know he he like everybody you know he's kind of already a finished product that just happened you know he's giving his speeches so he's a finished product right? right but in this one you get this guy who knows he has conviction but he is terrified of trying failing. to display it or use it or yes yeah. mm-hmm. and he's full of self-doubt but he's got these friends who he cares about and he wants the best for them so you get this really great picture of like a, you, you kind of go now i want to go i like I, when i was after i finished watching it i was like i want to read the autobiography of malcolm x now right right because up until this movie my sort of cultural like image in my mind of like um, a portrayal of him is Denzel as him. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't recommend it enough. If, if you like, I mean, don't expect a lot of plot, but if you like those guys, if like any, all four of them, any four of them, Malcolm, Malcolm X, or if you're just interested in a great movie, watch it. Um, I think it's relatively short. I think it's only like an hour 45, an hour 50. Okay. Um, but it's really good. And I think it wouldn't surprise me if, like if they release the you know best supporting actor nominations, if all th- like if three of them were on there, maybe not Jim Brown, but the three of them are on there, definitely two. If none of them are nominated, it'll be like a travesty because I think any of the other three are fantastic in it. Okay, um, real quick, the the so I haven't seen the Spike Lee movie, um, yeah, the Malcolm, uh, mm-hmm. but the I've I've wondered like you know how you're like he seems like an already like made man you know what i mean like he, he is who he is and he's got all this conviction and charisma and blah, yeah. blah blah how much of that do you think is what spike lee wrote and how much of that is do you think like that's just who denzel washington is in every role he's ever played like denzel washington yes. in every role he's ever played is like the the most like like take that person's personality dial it to 11 you know what i mean but right. like without yes. being yes. outlandish mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean like yeah like yep. training yep. day is like there are crooked cops all over the place, but like he cranked it up to like King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> like it's it, it just gets launched into the sky. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yes. So like I wonder how much of that was just like Denzel was being his like you know what it is? He takes it to the most charismatic version of that. Because even yes. as the crooked cop in training day, he's still wildly charismatic. So it's right. like like how much of that is just like, well if you cast fucking Denzel as Malcolm X, you're just gonna get like the yeah. most charismatic, like, like loud speaking, convicted version of it. Yeah, like when was the last time you saw Denzel like be afraid on camera? Like, right, or like, nervous, maybe? like un- unsure. Unnerv- yeah, like, like unnerved, like, like breaking down, right? Yeah. Like like um I'm trying to think of who's like skittish and just like you're like holy shit like um Adam Sandler in like Uncut Gems where he's like oh my god like oh. right 
that's, you know, like, uh, this is fucking history here, right? <laughs> like, y- you never see that from him. And you're totally right. I think, it's always I the think most put together right. version. Like, yes. even fucking mm-hmm. remember the Titans, bro. <laughs> right, yeah. He's yep. like this yep. fucking, like, cultural leader uh, as, like, a high school football coach. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, like you said, it's so effortless that you just kind of go, like, yep, that, that checks out. That clicks. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, God. But, yeah. Anyways, that's that just a, a random point that popped in my head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the last thing uh, I'll, I'll talk about that I watched was um, I watched a movie, uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer, um, uh-huh. which came out uh, 27 years ago. So 1993, the year I was born. As old as I am. That's fucking I am devastating. Your, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as old as I am. And, uh, you know, I, I'd heard of it before. Um, I'd never watched it, though. Uh, and we watched... You know, I mentioned on here that I watched Queen's Gambit, and you did as well. Um, and I got my dad to watch Queen's Gambit, and he was like, "You should watch Searching for Bobby Fischer." It's it mm. you know, came out forever ago, but it's another chess movie. He's like, "But the thing is, it's just like it's really kind of like a sports movie." You know what I mean? Not to say chess is sports, but like it's structured like any sports movie is kind of structured, especially like a right. sports movie with you know maybe not like a full grown adult. You know what I mean? Like a teenager right. kid is the main character. Um, it doesn't actually really have anything to do with Bobby Fischer. He's only like ta- like the the specter of Bobby Fischer is kind of like I- involved. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like like people knowing what Bobby Fischer was. You know what I mean? Is like the only way he's really involved. Um, mm. But uh, you know, it's got I don't know the kid's name off the top of my head. Um, like I know his character, but I don't know the actor. Uh, mm-hmm. He seems familiar. Maybe he's been in some other stuff, but I just I wouldn't know. Um, ben Kingsley is in it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne at the age of thirty-two. Uh, I want to say seven years younger than he was in the Matrix, or six years younger than he was in the Matrix. Looks mm-hmm. wildly different. He's he doesn't have hair or anything. I think he's still bald, but like he's like in immaculate shape. And I'm like, he's like skinny, right? He's right. like yeah, you know, he looks he's like in, skinny um, and kind of in the hood. I've never actually yeah. seen boys in the hood, so that's. That's a that's a mark against me. But like he's like <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Who the fuck are you, bro? Like, like my thing was is like, bro, you play a hustler in a public park. You play like a hustler in a public park that's mm-hmm. that plays chess. Why are you in such great shape when like five years later you're in the Matrix and uh, <laughs> like no kung fu and like a secret agent and like uh-huh. you're in wildly worse shape. Like <laughs> and he's not even and in then, bad like, shape. Three in years the later he's in the Matrix reloaded and he's like puffy and it's like oh yeah, my gosh. Like, like and I was like, what happened, bro? This is a chess movie. Why are you like so cut right now? <laughs> but he's he's in it, he's charismatic in, in the little bit he's in it. He's actually not like a major part, but he he, he plays an important character, but he's not in mm-hmm. it a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, ben Kingsley's definitely in it more, even though I think if you were to rate like the importance to the plot, he he would yeah. be lower. I think you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, or maybe not lower, but uh, he's he might be a little more important. But like the screen time, I, he vastly more screen time than Lawrence Fishburne, which is not what I was expecting. Um, yeah. If you do, you think you will end up watching it? I think it's maybe I, I, two hours. 
I do want to eventually. Um, I've heard great things. You know, I, it's sort of one of those movies that I would always, when I was a kid, I would I would uh, look up, you know, on the guide on the dish, and you would click through HBO, and it'd be like searching for Bobby Fischer. And I used to actually go off of the uh, little star ratings that Dish would put. Right. So it'd be like if it was three or three and a half, I was like, fuck yeah, we're in for a good movie. Yeah. And I knew that if it had like four, it was like classic. This is like a classic. <laughs> Um, I think that one was like a three, so I always be like, oh, I gotta watch that one. That's a three. That's it means it's a good movie. So, yeah. so it kills me. I, I, it's not. Can I tell you one line from it? It doesn't like spoil anything, but like if, yeah, you, yeah. if you'd rather not, it, I understand. No, no, no. no. I, yeah. So it, it kills me and my dad. So at one point, like the kid knows how to play chess, and he like watches these people in the park. And so there's like an old fucking white guy who's like crazy losing his mind that's playing at the park, and I. I he, I can't remember. He he must have been highly ranked in the past or something because there's a thing on his like chessboard. It's like play me for five dollars or whatever, or take a photo for five dollars. And, and so the kid's like, mm-hmm. I want to play, and the mom hands him five dollars. He's like, Okay, and they play. And the, the the old dude like beats the kid pretty like easily. It doesn't really seem to be an issue. But like Lawrence Fishburne is sitting over to the side watching, and like mm-hmm. he, you know he like he. As the parents, like, it's a little white kid and just a standard middle-aged white woman. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they're leaving. And he's like, hey, what, what's your name to the kid? And he's like, Lawrence Fishburne has a newspaper. Like, as they're walking away, he's like, hey, what's your name? Uh, he's like, Josh. And he's like, what's your last name? I'm going to write it in this paper so that way I can say I saw you when you were young. And he's like, what's mm-hmm. your last name? And the mom's like, don't tell him. And the, the little kid's like, why it's kid? Like, says his last name. And she's like, what the yeah. fuck? Because, like, <laughs> like, the thing is, is, like, hilarious because, like, yeah, don't say your fucking name to some random stranger on the fucking, like, in a park just trying to get your info, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just like, don't say it. He's like, why it's kid? He's like, what the fuck? Like, he, like, yanks on him again. Mm-hmm. And, like, as she's walking away, he's like, he he can be good at chess. He plays his moves in combination to attack. Like, it's this just ridiculous thing. But, like, it's just, like, the the image of him being, like, to this little white kid. He's like, what's your name? Mm-hmm. And he says it. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, uh-huh. that, that kills me. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, Lawrence Fishburne, again, has a couple lines that kill me in that movie. But it, definitely go watch it. It's, again, mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything life-changing. It's, like, very formulaic. It's exactly what you should expect out of a movie like that. But mm-hmm. it, it still does it well. You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely yeah, worth watching it, if that's something you'd be into. Yeah, and I, I definitely will add it to the list, especially, like I mentioned earlier. It's one of that I've been thinking about doing, and, and especially now that I watch The Queen's Gambit, I want to knock it out. Right. Yeah. All right, so what you got? Uh, that, that's it for me. I'll, okay. I'll push the, la- the the last thing I had to next week. Okay. Um, so I should have so, a movie and a, a show next week. Okay. So the last, uh, probably the last thing we'll talk about will be the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, so who you got? Uh, I was going to say, whoa, let's go. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Actually, woo, Super Bowl. Um, I, I, um, I think I'm going to go with Mahomes. Um, yeah. The Chiefs. But, uh, you know, if you if you told me like a score would be like probably like 28, 24. Um, I didn't realize this until today. I saw a tweet that actually the Bucks during the regular season had a higher uh, game uh, points per game than the Chiefs. What? I think the Bucks were like twenty eight or twenty nine, and the Chiefs were like twenty seven or twenty six or something like that. So not by a lot, but it's still like, huh? Hold on, Dude, I'm, it, I'm doing some fucking research right now for strength of schedule because there's no way in my head that that lines up. Chiefs strength of schedule. Uh, God, I wish I. This is unfortunate that I'm not 
going to be able to find an obvious answer. I think they were... All right, so the most difficult... They were the second in the league uh, at uh, 30.7. Tampa Bay and the Chiefs were fifth at 29.6. Damn, really? Yeah. Fuck. Um, I must be looking at an old the one. The Jets then. were 15. Woof. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know how, if you felt like this, dude, but like during the season, I would like look at the Bucks, and they'd be like 7-2. and two. And I'd be like... Whoa, like, whoa, like, I guess the Bucks are actually good. Was, was that your reaction, too, during the season? Right, it's like, yeah. oh, no, they made the playoffs. Oh, right, I guess they did, didn't they? Yeah, that, yeah, I agree completely. I was like, holy shit, they made the play. And then there was, like, they were just, they fucking beat, oh, God, who was the first round? Um, the the Washington football team. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, fucking, yeah, they should have smacked them. But then they beat the fucking Packers, and I was like, oh, shit, like, this is for real. Right, I mean they were eleven and five, which isn't great, but I think the the only time that they really got smacked was against the Saints, thirty eight to three. Every other time they lost, like they lost uh, thirty four to twenty three by New Orleans. They lost twenty to nineteen to Chicago. They lost twenty four to twenty twenty seven to twenty four twice to the Rams and Chiefs. So like they've always been close, and I mean I I, I don't know like. I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs also, like, they haven't... I know, you know, people probably think, like, they were blowing out teams, but they've been, you know, like, sort of... You know, they barely beat Cleveland by five. You know, they beat Atlanta only by three. New Orleans by three. Miami by six. Denver by six. Tampa Bay by three. Vegas by four. Holy shit, yeah. Vegas by four. Carolina by two. Like, the last time they had a huge, decisive, like, like, smack you with my dick win was against the Jets. Almost three right. months ago. And so it's like, to me, it's hard to, like, pin those on, like, any sort of, like, being good. You know what I mean? Like, if you can only ever beat a team, like, if every game is a one-score game, I feel like you're just getting lucky. Especially right. in football. You know what oh. I mean? Like, football, there's so many things that happen, go wrong, get injured. You know what I mean? Like, right, you, right. Like, at some point, you should have some real decisive wins if you're a real contender. But here we are. They're in the fucking Super Bowl. Um, yeah. But I do think I have to go with Mahomes. Yes, I think, I think Mahomes is a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now, and I I, I don't the fucking weapons that the Chiefs have, it, it, I just don't fucking get it. Like Tyreek Hill is the fastest human being to ever fucking put on like, shoulder pads. It's apparently, like, it's kind of insane. Like he touches it, and then he's go, like, it, it's like Lamar Jackson speed, right? Like he's like, there's like speed, and then there is like speed, like Michael Vick, right? Like making right. dudes tackle each other. My in favorite. The my favorite, like one of my favorite clips is, God, who is it? It's their, it was the running back. And I think it was last year. The running back breaks through, like, just ends up like, busted, like the secondary's busted and he just like has a straight line. So he's just booking it as hard as he can mm-hmm. to score, right? Like he doesn't have to like juke anybody, beat anybody. He just has to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And he's like running and he's clear, right? Tyreek Hill just fucking comes from off screen, just like runs up to him to celebrate. I mean, like, you know, like my man wasn't trying to save a play or win a game. He was just trying to have a good time in the end zone and just (laughs) fucking hawked him down. Like another NFL player hawked him down. And you can watch the running back for the Chiefs like get startled when he turns and he's there. He's like, holy shit. I didn't see anybody behind me. What the fuck? Dude, like, it's like, um, 
and and then I I saw something about like how every time he has one of those big runs, he like comes up limping or he like comes up like pulling his hamstring, right? And it's like this dude is so fast, he's literally tearing out of his <laughs> humanly body because he's going so fast. He's like, um, remember uh, Chris Johnson? He had those like um, the twists, right? The, the the yeah the the what's it called the oh my gosh I don't, the word. I don't know what word you're looking for here. It's like uh, a twitch. Tick. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ticks. Yeah. He has little twicks. His, his yeah. His, his ticks or his twitches. And we'd be like, oh, that's just him breaking the t- space time continuum, like to get to the next fight because he was so fast. It's like I that. think that's it's the like... name of one of our episodes is glitching through time because she said that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the dude was like, he that's how, that, that's how fast he was, right? And that's how I think Tyreek Hill is, where he's like going so fast that he's like ripping his hamstrings. Like, because he's just like his body's like trying to go faster than is humanly possible. Do you ever see? Did you ever watch the Animatrix? No. Mm-mm. Okay, it's like the anime, and there's one point where a guy's like a track runner, and mm-hmm. it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with that, I don't think. But like, as he's running, like his body just starts falling apart, and it's like that's what it reminds me of. Like, yes. <laughs> like the human body's not supposed to go this fast. Like, you know what I mean, he's like, like, yeah. The the here's the deal. The there's a reason why the fastest human being on earth, Usain Bolt, is fucking six whatever he is he's tall as shit and the answer is because like if you're going to be that fast it has to just be because you're moving at the same speed as every like when i say everybody else i mean other professional fucking olympic sprinters but Mm. like he's moving at the same speed they are it's just his legs are unforgivably long so it's like (laughs) you know what i mean like every fucking one stride for him is two stride to the guy next to him the difference is they're making the strides at the same speed you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, the most sustainable version of that. But when you're that small and your fucking legs are just cooking, bro, like, like goddamn Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. that you, there's no way your body's supposed to be able to do that. I remember reading an article uh, from ESPN, like, it was, like, a sports scientist guy talking about how, like, they think one of the reasons that, like, a lot of these guys in the NBA are, like, tearing, like, MCLs, ACLs, all that shit all the time now mm-hmm. is that, like, people, like, they've gotten... I don't know if too athletic is the right word, but it's like the human body is not meant to be able to go east that fast and then stop on a dime and change direction and go west, like at that same speed. Like the cartilage in your body is not meant to withstand that over and over and over again. Right, right. And that's like, I think the Tyreek Hill thing is like, bro, you're not... Your body is not prepared. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, there's no fucking way. I think on that play where he caught down his like his own running back. I think I saw a thing that said that like based on the yardage, you know what I mean? Like they always have those things where like based on the camera angle and like how many yards he's covering and how long it takes. They were like he was moving to something like twenty three miles an hour. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Jesus Christ, that's so fucking stupid. But between him and Kelsey, mm-hmm. and then Pat Mahomes being able to just like fucking sidearm a, a football 80 fucking yards down the field like it's no problem. Like, I, that's, like, the most deadly combination to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have a guy who's just like, no, nah, I'm just faster than everybody else, period. And, yep. and then you have a guy who's like, yeah, I can just throw it farther than everybody else. It's like, well, there's your fucking answer. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kelsey's putting up stats that are, like, wide receiver stats. I think they, like, put up, they were, like, over his last, like, 16 games where he's played, like, you know, the full time. He has something like 120 catches, 1,500 yards, and like 16 touchdowns or some shit like that. And it's like, these, here's the people who have done them. Jerry Rice, 
Um, <laughs> some other wide receiver, I, I forget. Uh, fuck, who was it? It was like Calvin Johnson. Is like, and that's it. And it's like this dude is putting up wide receiver numbers at the t- at the tight end position. And I think, you know, right now it's sort of like common. We all sort of agree that Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time, right? Like stats wise, Super Bowl wise. But if he wins another one, and his right, stats like end up being Kelsey's better than Gronk, right on his ass. You know yeah, what he's I mean? like <laughs> right there. Like he's. I think he's. He, I mean, if you were like, is he already top five? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, he has. He's gonna end up having the yards and catches and shit. Right, like, like, who's your top five at this point? Right, it's it's Tony Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez, um, Antonio Gates, maybe um, Antonio Gates, Gronk, um, Kelsey, maybe, and then Shannon Sharp. Yeah, probably. You know, yeah. dude, bro, Jason Witten, bro. You don't have Jason Witten, bro. Man, look, I love Jason <laughs> Witten. I love his slow ass fucking juke that <laughs> takes five full seconds to happen and still makes people miss somehow. But, like, it, it's just, no. you know. You no. know what's funny is, like, I will say, though, mm. I love, I love like, I, I agree with, like, most of everything Bamani Jones says. But he says Jason Witten shouldn't even make the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, well, hold on. Come on. Come <laughs> I, I, on. I so, like, like <laughs> I, I, I don't I, think he's one of the top five. But I feel like if you don't put him in the Hall, that's a little, like, like that. Right. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's first ballot. I do think he ends up there just on the prestige of being like, this guy played for the Cowboys for 15 years or whatever he ended up playing, right? Right, and it was like the number one receiving option most of the time other than when T.O. was there. <laughs> right, right. And I think they'll do like the catches and all that. So I do think he gets in probably in that first ballot. Um, but yeah, no, he's not my top five. No, 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 no. Uh, I think George Kittle let's could end it, up being there. Or, let's put it this way. There's, there's. Way more disrespectful selections to the Hall of Fame than Jason Witten. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, like you're gonna really put fucking bro. Eli Manning's gonna make the Hall of Fame. I've never been so goddamn mad in my life, bro. <laughs> like right. every time I think about it, I'm like, can someone just crush my head between two dumpsters, bro? <laughs> like, like Philip Rivers. Cool. Philip Rivers is gonna end up making it off of stats alone. I just Philip Rivers should make it in before Eli. No, he should, but he's not going to. Right, so here's what we're going to say. Like, I understand that, like, it's not going to happen. And, and, like, the reason why you say, like, eh, you even seem iffy about it is because of the dog shit reason that we're talking about. But, like, if you... How much better... How much worse would the Chargers have been if you'd have swapped Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers? You know what I mean? Oh, my like, gosh. N- never, ever would I say, like, I'd rather have Eli Manning and QP than Rivers. At no point in either of their careers. I don't right. care what Super Bowls they won. Right. Don't right. care. Just whichever one. That's also how I feel about Tony Romo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny is, uh, to me, I always thought that, like, Tony Romo and Phillip Rivers, like, were the same caliber. I think right. Phillip yes. Rivers. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like Phillip Rivers... To be fair, did maintain it a little longer than Tony Romo did, just because I feel like he started quicker, and you know what I mean. Like Tony yeah, Romo was a little more into his injuries, career yeah. when when he started, and he didn't have the injuries. Um, so we'll give Philip Rivers that. But every time I think about the fact that Tony Romo is definitely not going to be in the Hall of Fame, and Eli Manning definitely is going to be in the Hall of Fame, I cry. Um, <laughs> my only hope at this point is that Tony Romo somehow makes it into the fucking common, like it makes it. Into oh, he the, makes the, it the in the Hall of Fame as a commentator. Yeah, like Al Michaels. He's like Al Michaels, yes. a Hall of Famer. He's like, yeah. yes. Um, I don't know, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> that was a pretty that good impression, good. actually. <laughs> oh, uh, did he call it? I don't know, Jim. Um, but I, I honestly like for me for the Super Bowl, I'm okay with 
either one really like i know people are like brady another one but like eh, fuck it just put it out of reach make it seven who cares right i don't mind like God, that's the dumbest shit ever bro he has seven. more than every other fucking team that's yeah he's yeah seven he he has him yeah, as he's a been human in the Super Bowl has more than every franchise right 10 out of 21 times like that's insane it's, so that's why for me I, i'm like i'd rather just be like i was alive when he won all of those or he was in all of this right because, um, but wait, I also, he does have more than every franchise right he, other he, than obviously patriots but that like, might be a thing right <laughs> like wins like super bowl trophies right now wins he's tied with the steelers and the pats if he wins the super bowl this time he'll have more than any other franchise because the, the sealers will be at six the pats will be at six and he'll be at seven by that's so fucking goofy bro <laughs> right right and this isn't that's the crazy thing dude is that it isn't like steve uh you know steve ori numbers where he's like he just happened to get lucky and ended up on seven you mean robert ori sorry robert ori yeah. sorry sorry and he ended up on seven championship teams right he just like got the luckiest human ever and he happened to be at the right place at the right time to make good big shots this dude let them dude like, yeah he, he was let them, the guy dude. He was the guy, and not only... Like, the, it, the, the only thing that's even remotely close is LeBron James, like, now. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, like if, you, if and... you put him on your team, you will be in the finals. Like, right. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's that <laughs> only, that's the only level. You know what I mean? That's the only right. consistent thing but, I can think of. And, and kind of like how we were talking about, you know, early on, I think one of our earliest episodes is, is like, where would he be now if all those Super Bowls broke a different way? Right, because we right. talked about how literally all of them, I think, other than the the Rams ones, all of his first five Super Bowls were all by one score, or right. they were all some sort of miraculous like goal line interception. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where is he now? But anyway, but so that's why I'm okay with him getting seven. I, I want Mike Evans to win one. I, I I like Mike Evans. I like Chris Godwin. I want I like uh what's you want Antonio what? Brown to get a ring. Antonio Brown, yes, yes. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Uh, nah, Bruce bro, Arians. get the fuck out of here. Byron Leftwich. Antonio Brown to get a goddamn ring, bro. <laughs> uh, Byron Leftwich. So about his helmet. Yeah. Um, uh, I know that they have a lot of black uh, coordinators, mm-hmm. um, more than any other team. So I'm like, yeah, like I'm trying to get them head coaching jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get Byron Leftwich to go back to the Jags. Well, and I will. You got Urban Meyer, but <laughs> you know. So yeah, so, yeah so I'm okay with either one. That's what I'm saying. Like either one, it's, it's insane for me. to look at this, the top four, right? The hold on, let's see. Hit this 24 more rose button right here. Um, the wow, it really took me. Okay, so the top four are Pittsburgh Steelers with six Super Bowl wins, the Patriots with six Super Bowl wins, Cowboys, the, the 49ers with five, the Cowboys with five. Mm-hmm. The the most insane part is that Tom Brady is all of New England's. You know what I mean? Like 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 you can look at San Francisco. They're like. We had four with Joe Montana, one with Steve Young. You know what I mean? Like, and then, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, well, I guess it's not the closest, but like Terry Bradshaw had four. four. Ben Roethlisberger had two. two. Right. Yeah. Troy Aikman had three. Staubach had two. But like, fucking Patriots, like, Tom Brady, all six. <laughs> and then it's going to be fucking Tampa Bay. He has and, one of theirs. And not even like all six, like, like in like eight years, right? This is oh, six well, here's the deal. twenty years, right? And they, here's the, here's he reloaded the thing, and he is got that, two dynasties, right? Here's the thing: Terry Bradshaw was four and zero. Oh. Like Joe Montana was four and zero. Oh. Brady has won six, but he's been to fucking nine Super Bowls. That's <laughs> insane. Like like nobody else that hit even close to that. Like Troy Aikman three. Like they never went and didn't win. Like that's the only way you like. 
that's the only feasible way to get four is that you like you making right, it yes. making it to four in general was a fucking miracle, let alone winning all four. You know what I mean? Right. Like yes. they're like, nah. Because, He's like, I've made it to nine. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like super, like football teams, there's so much turnover and they change so often. Right. That like if you don't win, if you lose two, it's like it's the end of the world. Like you're out of there. Like right. we're changing everything. You know, like oh my gosh, like where everything's upended, right? Because there was a while there when he had, you know, before he won the next three, he was three and two, right? Because right. he'd won the first three and then he'd lost two to the Giants before he won the Seahawks, the, who did he beat? The Seahawks, the Falcons, and the Rams. Right. For the back three. So, like, after that second three, after t- 2012, when he loses the second one, like, the fact that everybody didn't go, what do we do? We're going to get rid of Tom. We're going to start right. over, right? We got to rebuild. <laughs> we got to rebuild. We're going we're gonna to get, uh, give the team over to, uh, the, what's his name? Fucking Brady Matt Quinn or, or, or Chase Daniel or whatever the fuck. The fat guy from Georgia, whose name I forget. <laughs> right, but, like, the, like, like you said, there's so much turnover. Like, how can you be that dude that's like, no, nah, just keep fucking going? Like, there's not a single person here on this list because it shows the the quarterback for each one, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a single fucking person on this list who's been to more than four. Like those guys won all four, but that was the most they went to, except for Tom Brady, who's gone to nine, nine. and now ten, right? That's yeah. so fucking stupid. <laughs> stupid. And the funniest thing is, like, Tom Brady has as many NFC championship wins as Brady and Rogers, and they've played yeah, in like the Brady NFC like Rogers? fifteen yeah, it's fucking years. So stupid. It's so oh, dumb. Oh my god. Yeah. So fucking yeah, uh Brady's a giant asshole. But like that's the thing is like I don't even really like Brady, but at this Me point either. like there's just a there's a level of respect for just seeing like the greatest thing to ever happen. You know what right. I mean? Like right. like there's a certain level of just being like fuck it. I I don't especially cuz could you come up with a better way like to shit on the people that said you were a system QB than to leave and just and immediately, immediately be in the Super Bowl, bro. Not just not just like put up good stats, but like right, not even have a great year and then just like fucking miss the playoffs. You know what I yeah. mean? And not only that, but do it as a wild card team. Like right. I know home field advantage isn't really a huge thing this year, but still, like you're not home. You right? They had to go to Washington. They had to go to and while they they did shit like like beating Washington in the playoffs doesn't really mean anything right like, <laughs> like, like for real though you know what i'm saying like nobody's ever going to yeah. hang their hat on that win um but like beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers after the year they've had this year is is yeah. no small feat no yes yes it's, yeah yeah so uh, fuck i was going to say something about Rodgers and Breeze and them Oh, you know how you were talking about how, like, you know, it's important that we look at it and go, like, holy shit, like, this is, like, we're watching something. I feel like this, it, what we're watching right now is kind of, like, how, I, the reason I like that show Collapse, remember? Right. Where, like, as it's happening, as the Oklahoma City Thunder are disintegrating, you're not sort of aware of it because you're kind of like the frog in the boiling water where you just right. kind of, like, don't notice it until it's over. And that's how I feel with this, where, like, you go, oh, the Steelers from the 70s or the Cowboys from the 90s you look back and you sort of look at them as this monolithic figure and I feel like dude like I remember when Brady only had three right he'd only been to three Super Bowls I remember that I wasn't I know I was watching the perfect season right and just to like have look back and go oh yeah they went 
Then they went in 07, then they went in 12, in, 15, in 14, in, or in 15, and 16, and 17, and whatever other years they went to. And they lost one, even after they lost another one to the Pat, to the Giants. Like, they lost to the Eagles. It's like, dude, it's it's just insane. It's just nuts. It, it, you just, like... The only, the only times you ever have these moments where you can tell when it's happening, right? Like, it's not like a, a flash in the bucket or, like, a thing where you have to look back on and realize. The only time it happens where you can see it as it's happening is... Like one of two things. One, it's so unbearably dominant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like the and Warriors, the Warriors, Michael Jordan. You know what right. I mean? Like, like yep. six and a, like two three peats, insane. Or it's happened for such a long period of time, which is the Spurs, right? Right. The Spurs mm-hmm. with Tim Duncan, like from oh, yeah. David Robinson to the end of Tim Duncan's career, and LeBron for however many years he's been in the league, like constantly being a threat to be in the finals. Every fucking year. And, and so it's like, those are the, and this is the closest you'll get to both, I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods, another good one. You know what I mean? I'm not even super into golf, but the thing was, he was like clearly the best. Serena yes. Williams, you know what I mean? Like, it, yes. It, mm-hmm. and, and so, like, but I think this is the closest to like the most outlandish version of being dominant and also being around for forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking 10 Super Bowls, bro. Hold on. The other franchises, fucking the Pittsburgh Steelers have only been to eight. The eight Francis, by themselves. The, in the like 49ers, 50 years. The, the 49ers, seven. The Cowboys, eight. The Broncos, eight. Like, uh, fucking Brady has been to ten. The The Patriots are the highest with 11, and nine of those are Brady. Like, <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. Like, if you took Brady out of the Patriots... He would be more than any other franchise, period, in appearances. And also, at least tied for wins. It's so ridiculous. And the, did you see the playoff wins thing? No, I haven't. Where his, sure playoff, his playoff wins since he was 37 are tied for the most ever with Joe Montana. And so he'll he'll pass that if he wins the Super Bowl, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. Which It's since the age of 37. He has double now what... Joe Montana had at 16, so he's got, what, 32 or 30, 30? I think he's got 33 or 34 now. Right. That's, that's postseason wins. That's not even, like, wins. Yeah, now he just needs to complete a pass to himself and then fucking be on the list with Jerry Rice and Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's so absurd. Yeah, and yeah. I hate being like, oh, you know, it's 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 like I'm being not trying like, to just gargle Tom Brady's dick. Involved, exactly, but like you hate doing this, but it's like, dude, there's not much. Else. I mean, we haven't even talked about Mahomes that much. I mean, we you know we talked about him launching it, but you know, yeah, Mahomes he, has every possibility to be the next version of this because he's been in the league. What this is his this is his fourth? this is his fourth season, but his third full like um, third full year, as third a full starter, year, yeah. and and he's at his second Super Bowl. That's, like, yeah. kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's about to win. If he wins, he would have won two by age, I think he's 26. So, two by 26. Yeah, that's which would, He would be the youngest with two. Yeah, that's, again, just ridiculous. Like, levels of, of greatness. Like, yeah. it, isn't it... If he wins a Super Bowl and then retired, you'd be like, I guess he's in the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that, that, it's always funny to me when you kind of, like, the guys where, like, it clicks, right? Like, some guys like Jason Witten, you go like, oh, but some guys you go, you look back and you go, yeah, that makes sense. Like, Travis Kelsey, like, if he were to retire, you go, yeah, the stats are there. He's like, six-time All-Pro, like, Hall of Fame, right? Right. Like, looking at these teams with the most, like, Super Bowls, like, uh, other than Montana and Bradshaw and Brady, two, and Aikman has three. But, like, two seems to be, like, 
the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Ben is two for one. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Steve Young had one. Roger Staubach had two. But, like, you could do that in your third, basically third year in the league. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you just call it quits that early and be like, I'm out. It'd be like right. if fucking Barry Sanders won, like, three Super Bowls in the time he was in the league and then was like, I'm out. <laughs> and then, uh, what's his name? Um... Peyton Manning. Like, Peyton Manning played for 20, like, and not 20. And was amazing. And won two. Yeah, and people were arguing. Like, it was a legitimate argument whether him or Tom Brady was the best quarterback in the league for a long time. Right, of of their generation. Now it's like, dude, he's been so good. Like, I would love to see Tom Brady since since Brady or since Manning retired. Right. Right. Because that's that was like 2015, right? Because he finished with the Super Bowl. So Brady still played 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, now 21. And in that time, he's been to three Super Bowls. You know that Peyton Manning, like, four of them. after he retired, he was like, all right, I'll go down, like, me and Brady neck and neck. And then has watched Tom Brady every year, and he's like, what the fuck, bro? You're blowing me out of the goddamn water. <laughs> You're making me look uh, foolish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like... You're making me look stupid, panda jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's just like like you said, like I don't want to keep doing it, but it's like it's so hard because because you know you grow up and you hear all these stats like Joe Montana had 16 wins and Bradshaw had 14 and Aikman had 12 and you go like wow, those are crazy numbers. They're like you know they're like they sort of they're in all the Madden games and stuff, and then you hear no, this dude has 34. <laughs> right, it's like they're just like mind. It's this is like I'm guessing this is what kids felt like talking about like Babe Ruth, like dude, dude, dude Babe Ruth had like, <laughs> right exactly. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you shitting me right now? He goes over the fence every fucking time he's at the plate. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, I heard and... he's Dominican. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite shit. Oh god, it, that's like, and it's so weird because again, like, you just feel like a wild dick rider. But like, at the end of the day, like it. Like, me and my dad will just be talking about basketball, and it's like, I, I can bring up LeBron every fucking time. And every fucking time, I'm like, I feel like I should stop talking about him. But the thing is, we're talking about basketball, and he's been the number one guy in the league for fucking 19 years, or however fucking long he's been in there. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, shit, what the fuck else am I supposed to talk about? Exactly. <laughs> like, at a certain point, like, the stats, like, you just keep going over the stats over and over. Like, right. the, the, like we could talk like, about quarterbacks all day, and there's no way I'm not going to talk about Tom Brady going to fucking 10 Super Bowls. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they had, um... He's the litmus test of this any fucking generation. You know what I mean? Somebody had um, LeBron's stats from 2018, and it was like he put up like 30 on 70% shooting. It's like, dude, like at some point you just like, there's nothing you can't do except, you know, like bow down and just be like, stats. <laughs> right? But the thing is, 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 it's, is it stats with... Achievement, you know what I mean? That's that's the difference. Because I mean, like, I don't give a shit about James Harden's stats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, my man just goes out there and fucking chokes away in the final, like the conference. Just blocked by Manu Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, he played. I, I love the tweet that's like he played so shittily in the finals that we thought he was concussed. <laughs> but no, he was just playing shittily. <laughs> oh god, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but like, Tom Brady's putting up numbers. And fucking winning championships. LeBron's yep. putting up numbers and winning championships. Yep. Fucking Tiger Woods was putting up fucking numbers and winning, you know, every fucking uh, championship, I guess. Tour Open win? tour. I, I don't know what the fuck Bowl? they're called. Bowl? Jacket? <laughs> Bowl? <laughs> Yo, my man was winning so many jackets. Um, 
<laughs> it'd be like, so cold getting my blanket in here. Uh, but every time someone bitches about it, I want to be like, you don't think people were out here just fucking gargling Gretzky's nutsack, bro? Like, like Gretzky, like, that, like that, what were you going to say? If you're talking about hockey, you were going to be like, well, there's this dude named fucking Gretzky who's got literally every fucking record in the book, bro. Like, that, that you know what? Now that you mentioned him, that's who I meant to say when I was talking about, um, like, the Babe Ruth stats. Like, well, Gretzky, it's like, dude, he has so many points. You take away his goals, he's still leading all time in points. Like, that is how nuts it is. I, um, wish, I wish I could find... God, I, I wish I could... Because my dad told me a stat. It's the only other stat that's not Gretzky, and it's related to fucking hockey. And I, I can't... I, I can't remember what it was, and I don't really know how to search it in a way that's quick to find. But basically, it was like Bobby Orr... Was the is like he he says the only person that people will ever bring up alongside Gretzky, and nobody he was like I don't think anybody would ever say like or was better, but like mm-hmm. he was he was so revolutionary that he is like the only person that should even be in a conversation with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like Bobby Orr was a defensive player and he led the league in scoring. Like, led the National Hockey League in scoring as a defensive mm-hmm. player. And it was, like, the only time anyone had ever seen that up to that point. And he said that, like, the second place scoring um, for a defenseman was, like, a fourth of the score that Bobby Orr had. Like, can you imagine, like, at the time, if all defensive men were get? I don't know the fucking numbers, so I'm going to put up numbers. I'm going to sound like an <laughs> asshole, bro. But can you imagine if, like, because the points, like, are for goals and assists and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. if the if defensive players are getting, like, 20 points a season, and then all of a sudden Bobby Orr was like, I play defense, and they're like, cool. And he's like, but the thing is, I'm also going to skate up the floor and, like, also shoot and, and also score a fucking bunch. And then he scores, like, 100. And if you're the coach, you're like, I don't know, just do whatever the fuck you want. I like, I, like, I've never seen this before. I don't even know how to make a game plan with you. Just do whatever the fuck you want, bro. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're better than anything I could have imagined at this point. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like the, the kid guarding Taco Fall. Right, exactly. He's just like looking up at him. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Looking over to the side, like. But um, I, I you were mentioning um. Fuck. Oh, the, the oh, I remember now. There was the, you know the episode we did about the like ridiculous sports stats, right? And one right. of yours was like ten years between Kareem's, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucking nuts. And then I thought about it. I was like, wait, Brady did that. Brady right. won <laughs> MVP in two thousand seven, and then he won it in twenty seventeen. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I wish I God, I wish I could find this Bobby Orr thing because I remember hearing the number and be like, "That's stupid." But I and now, I don't what's think his name's gonna it. do it? LeBron's gonna do it, right? Yeah, it's I, the God. What was it? I won't be able to find it now, and so I'm just gonna keep talking about shit that I don't know the actual numbers for, and just sound like a giant <laughs> asshole. Um, but yeah. Uh, my dad was telling me I don't remember when LeBron's last MVP was. Do you? Do you by any chance? Yes, it was uh, 2012, 2013 season. Twenty twelve. That was his last one, but his first How, one was twenty nine years ago, bro. Nine years ago, and you're telling me he hasn't won an MVP since? Ridiculous. And then he won his first one in two thousand eight to two thousand nine season. That's. There's no way you're trying to tell me right now that. LeBron has never been the most valuable player in the league in the past nine years. You know what I mean? There's yeah, no way. Right. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, and like, I do love that Derrick Rose season, 2011. Yeah. But if he doesn't win it, then LeBron really, literally waits, wins 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. I think he was second in 2011. 
So the man could easily have five straight MVPs. Yeah, that's nuts. So I, I did find the this uh, or or had 120 points in 76 games, while nobody else had as many as 100, including offensive me, offensive players. Um, he becomes the first defensive win in history to win the scoring title with more than twice as many points as any defenseman ever before. Jesus. And that was at age 22. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's stunned. Flip, the, flip, flip defense on his head, bro. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's insane. But yeah, like I, th- like you said, the Derrick Rose season like is... I don't feel like it doesn't... That one doesn't feel bad. You know what I mean? Like right. that one feels like it... It's, I get it, but like, right. it could have been LeBron. Right. I also feel I like mean, it, just the same way that I, we talk, like I don't want to sound like I'm just like, you know, praying at the altar of LeBron. I feel like that's what happens with MVP voting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to just sound like I'm just fucking voting for LeBron every year. But you should be. You know what I mean? Like, like every exactly. year, he's the player I would most want to have on my team. Every year. Absolutely. I mean, and even this year, I guess, right? Like, Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, KD's... I mean, maybe KD's close. Giannis is close. Steph is close Nah. Like, I, think, I think the closest you would get is KD yeah, at this point. I mean, like, dude, KD's been... Lying. Yeah, he's got like 30 and like 7 straight games. Off yeah. of I, I, yeah, okay, I think, yeah, I agree. I would say probably LeBron with KD like as a close second. But then no, nobody I, else. I could, you could even convince me that KD this year, like so far, you'd rather have over LeBron. I think you could convince me that. I don't. I don't think it... I don't think I would balk at that. You know what I mean? You, right. You'd have to show me something, but like I, I wouldn't be like you're stupid. But still, yeah. you're telling me that like again in the past eight years, like who? Hold on, we're gonna look at this real quick. I, this fucking MVPs? episode is going out of control. But we're gonna look at who the MVPs were. Um, oh, so it was. Um, let me see if I can remember this off the top. It says uh, Derek Rose, then LeBron, LeBron, then KD, then Steph, Steph. Then Westbrook, then Harden, then Giannis, Giannis? Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. So here's the deal. All right, so if we're looking at these, so LeBron James in 2013, Kevin Durant in 2014. Who was Kevin Durant playing for in 2014? He was was in the Thunder. That was the year that Russell Westbrook was out, and he just went, like, fucking ungodly, like, 32-7-7 or something like that. Yeah, so Kevin Durant, I get. Steph Curry... He he got two of them in a row. I feel like I don't I don't know the years I get off the top of my head. One. Yeah, the second one I guess, but like that first one probably could have been LeBron. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It could. Yeah, because that was LeBron's first year back in Cleveland. I think he finished probably second. Steph probably like his stats. Steph stats that season were like twenty three seven and seven or something. But the the next year, twenty sixteen, Steph, that man shot. He averaged over 30, and he was a 50-40-90 club. Like, right. So that one was deserved. That one was the unanimous MVP season, and that right. one's deserved. Russell Westbrook. That was the triple-double triple Like, I guess. Like, the thing, it's, so it's weird, because at the time, I was like, yeah, 100% Russell Westbrook. Like, it's never been done before. But then, you know what ruined it for me is that he continued to be able to do it, and his team continued to be trash. So it's like, well, I guess that doesn't really mean a whole lot now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if it had just happened... And the thing was, is it, like, the team around him was no fucking good either. So it was like, he was, like, uh, literally a superhero. You know what I mean? So, that, like, that's... Mm-hmm. What, and, but then he kept doing it, and the team was, like, 
not quite that bad, but they kept having the same results, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe. So, retroactively, it's easy to say, like, maybe he doesn't deserve that one, but at the time, I was for it. Fuck James Harden, bro. I don't give a shit. Fucking give Bron that award. I don't even care what the fuck Bron did in 2018. <laughs> Just not James Harden. Mm-hmm. And then, back-to-back years for Giannis seems crazy. Because, like, he is so good, but... You know what it is? Looking, like, in hindsight, it's hard. Because, like, like if Giannis had won one of those, I, I wouldn't have a problem. If James Harden had won one of those, Russell Westbrook wouldn't have a problem. But the thing is, yeah. is they didn't. So I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, right. you're putting up regular season numbers and then looking like a bitch in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Um, and, and um, like, LeBron, I, it just sucks because I think last year, right, Giannis around March got hurt. So LeBron would have probably moved ahead if they hadn't shut down for COVID in terms of MVP. He would yeah. have pulled like a Brady in 2017 against Carson Wentz, where Wentz tore his ACL and he won MVP. I think it would have been like that, where Giannis probably went down, and then at the end, people's memory was LeBron averaging, you know, 37 and 10. Right. right? Or like 20, 25, 7 and 10. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just fucking like, I don't know. Some of those awards somewhere, I, I couldn't tell you exactly which one's got to go away, but but there's no way that LeBron was not the most valuable player in the league. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. literally by the definition of value, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because me and my dad were talking about this and, it were, you know, like the one knock on LeBron is like he's not a good GM. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, teams kind of have to mortgage all of their future when they get LeBron because he's like, look, I'm just need you to trade away all these young players and get these veterans yeah. in at the minimum uh, to yeah. make this work. And it's like, the thing is, is, so, like, the opposite of that is the Celtics, right? Where they're like, we're just hoarding picks. We're fucking getting young guys. They're all good. We're watching them grow, you know, get better. We got all these picks, all these assets, right? Mm-hmm. And then... They never win anything. So it's like, I, I, I get mortgaging the future sucks. But, bro, like, it, at what cost? The championship yeah. that you want to win in the future now instead? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> right, right. And I think the last, who was the last MVP to win the championship? Was Bron in 2013, right? Well, Steph, right? Oh, Steph, Steph. The, yeah, the yeah. two Steph years, yeah. No, well, Steph 2015, because 2016, that was 3-1 season. So, yeah, Steph in 2015, yeah. Yeah, yeah 73-9, and nine and they lied. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Steph, then LeBron. Um, but yeah, either way, just, just by, by virtue of saying like, because the re- sorry, the reason I brought up the thing about mortgaging the future is because if you, if, if you want to take the, you know, the word value to include cost, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like what is the cost of having to get him on your team? It's still fucking Bron. Like, I don't care if you have to mortgage your next fucking eight years. Like, right. there are teams that have never had a championship. Like, if fucking... Bro, you... If you told me the Knicks would never be again good again for another 20 years, but I could get LeBron for three and go to the finals every year, I'd be like, fuck it, bro, let's do it. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. like we've yes, been bad for the last yes. 20 years. I was, Fuck it, bro, I'll take another 20 on the end if I get to, get to see yeah. a championship, so I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> and I feel the same about, like, Mahomes. Where, like, if the Cowboys got Mahomes, I'd be like, I would gladly throw everything away for three conference championships. Right. And, right. and some shifts to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so... Anyways, like, by value, even including the cost of, like, having to just completely fucking screw your team for the next three years after that. Like, I don't care. Because the only reason you don't want to screw your team up is to win a championship, which isn't Mm -hmm. guaranteed. But you know what the closest thing is? It's fucking LeBron bringing you to the finals every... 
Exactly. That's the closest thing to a guarantee you get in the league. Mm -hmm. Or fucking, apparently, Tom Brady. Like, apparently, Tom Brady's also, like, the closest thing you get. (laughs) So, just being like, I want to go to the Super Bowl. Well, uh, this guy's available. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Oh, God, it's so stupid. (laughs) All right. But, uh... That's the episode we were going to talk about James Harden, but we're already running way over, so we'll just catch that. Uh, and we, kind of, we kind of talked about it a little bit. With, yeah, you know, a little bit. Sort of what we, maybe not the trade, but what we think about him. <laughs> yeah, fucking whack. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, just here's my point. Could you think of, this is how I'm going to address this trade. Could you think of a worse three people to put on a team together, personality-wise? Jesus Christ. Than fucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. James Harden. I, I'm very excited to see how it turns out, but I guess we'll... Uh, Right, no, but but legitimately, can you think of three worst people? Like, if it, the top of your head, like, try and think of three people. Gilbert Arenas, Meta World Peace, and Andrew Bynum. I'm talking about stars, though, you know what I mean? (laughs) People you want. like stars. Like, like, the reason, like, you'd be like, I want a big three, but then, like, Piece the worst big three. You know what I mean? Like the worst oh, fitting yeah. okay. big three you okay. can come up with. I mean, like, of Paul, course, if you're like, Pierce. I want fucking Sasha Vujicic. Uh, fuck, like, you know what I mean? Paul Pierce. Uh, just three Paul Pierces. <laughs> three Paul Pierces. <laughs> I'll just fucking blame each other and just fucking get mad when LeBron dunks on them. Um, yeah, or three Kyrie Irvings because then all three don't show up to the fucking game. Um, yeah. that, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that would be the answer. But like, you have KD, who's like a basket case emotionally. <laughs> you have Kyrie Irving, who's an actual psychopath. And then you have James Harden, who like, I, I don't know what the fuck he does, bro. Like, he's addicted to strippers. He's addicted to scripples and, uh, dribbling <laughs> the ball out for 20 seconds. So yeah, it, it, they're doing well, but I can't foresee this. Like, the longer it goes, the more potential this has to explode to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people not getting along. The um, man is Juicy J on a basketball court. Oh, my God. Why did you say that, bro? Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. All right. That's the episode. <laughs> Juicy J on a basketball court is probably going to have to be the name of the episode. <laughs> but anyways, um... You know, that's the end of the episode. If you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. If you want to email the podcast directly, you can email us at differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com or catch us uh, on Twitter and Instagram at diffanimalspod. Um, you know, we're back from the break. Uh, just, you know, if uh, if you want to spread the word, uh, try and get somebody else to listen to it, we would absolutely appreciate it. Uh, back mm-hmm. on the grind, so... Um, but as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Peace. Peace out.